Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I guess I can start off with saying happy Valentine's Day. Um, if you don't have a Valentine's Day, well, just know you always have a Valentine's Day if we count ourselves. So we don't need two to make it a Valentine's Day. All right. <laughs> well, today I am going to share uh, just a smidget, a little snapshot of my life the last couple of weeks. And, you know, uh, and really my topic is about the power of celebration. Now, I, I kid you not, I was minding my own business, just working on my 2022 goals, you know, I'm, you know, checking off boxes, I'm getting tasks completed, I'm being a good dad, a good husband, and, a, you know, a good agent, I'm like doing all these wonderful things, right? And then, I don't know if you guys used to watch those old Kung Fu movies back in the day with the horrible voice, horrible voiceovers, and the guy with the long beard. And so I was minding my business, right? And then all of a sudden, life came into my life and said, <laughs> you think you got it all figured out. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, like this hurricane, this hurricane just came and swooped me up off my feet and slammed me down in Texas. And I mean, in Kansas, there's no Toto, there's no Tim Man, there's no Lion. I'm like, where in the hell am I? And that's when life showed up. You know, we had uh, multiple uh, hospitalizations in our family, several deaths. Uh, one was of my uncle who taught me how to fish as a kid. Um, meanwhile, you know, my wife and I were getting acclimated to the empty nester thing that we're experiencing right now, right? And then I mean, we got business going on and uh, had a situation where the seller thought they were getting $40,000 more than, than what we talked about and didn't want to sell. And I had to take ownership in my part in that. And then, you know, I, my, my wife and I, we wrote an offer on a house and it got accepted. And I mean, oh my God, it's like, I understand what buyers are going through right now to like go through that process of like waiting to see if your offer is going to get accepted and it gets, get it, get it, it gets accepted. You're just like, ah, ah, ah. you know what I mean? So it's like all this stuff is happening. And at first, you know, I was processing it on a very surface level, like good, bad, happy, sad, you know, in, you know, pain, it was like a very surface level, but then something kicked in and I realized, wow, I'm getting an amazing opportunity to just redefine what it means for me to celebrate. Like, and I start asking myself questions like, you know, hey, I'm like, a lot of times we just celebrate at the end once something is accomplished. Like, like the others, how much do you celebrate when the, the poop is hitting the fan? You know what I mean? There's opportunities to celebrate in that, right? And so it just sent me on this, 
it what it really made me do is it made me slow the boop down because I was in my great shark mark, great white shark mode with the eyes rolled back. I was in this very highly ambitious state that I wanted to, you know, take over the world in, in 2022 and reach all my, my goals and do all that stuff. But then life showed up and it made me slow down and realize that I was, although I, I've been accomplishing things, I had also stopped acknowledging the small, subtle things that I used to celebrate on my daily basis. Are you guys following me with that? There's a, there's a whole, we got this treasure trove of things that if we just slow down and, you know, I'm not telling you how to throw your party, you know, like you have to celebrate like this. I mean, everybody has their version of how they get down. I'm just saying uh, we all have an opportunity to uh, look at, okay, what are some of the things I've, I've may been, I've may have overlooked um, while I'm chasing this goal that's down at, you know, the chasing that light at the end of the tunnel. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it's amazing that we have all these things that we celebrate. Uh, I've, I, was, I lost count of the holidays. We got New Year's, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Memorial, Veteran Day, MLK Day. We even celebrate Halloween. I mean, really? You know what I'm saying? All right, when does Halloween become a holiday? And then today's Valentine's Day, right? Um, but then I realized in my business, you know, I'm by choice, by choice, closer to my business than a lot of, you know, agents are. Some, you know, once you get to a certain production level, you can't be as close because you have all the people doing all, you know, doing certain things and tasks. Well, we do have the opportunity to enhance the relationship with the client, but we're still not as close once we reach a certain volume level. So by design, I like to stay a little closer to, to my transactions um, than some people do, only because that's why the hell I got in this business in the first place. I didn't get in the business to just be like, push away and just have it all be ran and you know, I can stand on, on, on the top of my mountain and say, you know, and, and wave to the world. I got into this business because I love connecting with people, both buyers and sellers and the eye contact and the intimacy that happens when you come into someone's world and they basically show you their top drawer, you know what I'm saying? All their financials, all the stuff. And you get to experience that. For me, that's a sacred, that's something that I really don't take lightly. And I and I appreciate that I have the ability and the skill set for people to invite me into that place that people in, even in their church don't know about, you know? You ever get a client for from someone at a church and they like, I don't want nobody in my business. So I'm gonna select you, you know? And so that's a big deal. Um, so just reflecting on my business, I realized that I have at least five things to celebrate just on one transaction. And let's just say for a buyer, getting the buyer in the first place, whether it's a referral, an online lead, however, however it comes into my existence, that's something to, excel, uh, to celebrate. Getting the buyer, getting the offer accepted. Removing contingencies, funding, because we all know that everything can be all good and the buyer may do something silly, charge something on the credit card or, you know, uh, make a, a big purchase 
So the funding is not always automatic. And then at the end of the day, when all that happens, we can celebrate the closing. So for me, it's like, I'm having fun at least five, you know, I'm celebrating at least five times. My party has been jumping, you know, for four times. We've already had four parties before we actually close. So I don't put all my energy in, because what if that doesn't happen? What if the closing doesn't happen? Is the whole deal just garbage? You, you guys follow me? Is the whole deal garbage if, if, if the closing doesn't happen, if you find an online lead and you do your scripts or you do whatever you do to convert the lead and get them in the contract? That's a win. That is a win for real. So, and especially right now with, you know, we, we all got to touch ADD. Let's just be totally honest because we're getting all this stuff thrown at us. So if we can actually convert clients online or in whatever capacity, we're winning, you guys. So that was just, you know, me sharing how, you know, just on the basic level, minimum five things to celebrate when working with the buyer, even more with the seller, because there's some extra stuff that goes on with the sellers. Uh, But I'll talk about this one transaction that I had recently. Uh, older gentleman, he he said, Theodos, I trust you. Do whatever. Do whatever you got to do. I trust you. So I did. And in doing that, I had a mis- we had a miscommunication and he thought he was going to be getting more money, right? And then I had to sit down at the table in this house. And then he goes, I trusted you. I'm so disappointed. And I felt like a little kid, like, I, you know, it was just so, it was so bad looking at his eyes and he looked sad. And, but I looked him right back in the eye because I knew in this business, the reason why I'm still successful is whenever something goes down, I will always own my part. I didn't blame it on him. I didn't blame it on the agent. I didn't say, you should have known what I was talking about. You know, I owned my part. And what's amazing about this story is, although I got to feel the, the what it felt like to just morbidly disappoint someone, you know, I also was willing to forfeit my commission because, hey, I've been in this business long enough that I know what an earned commission is. And if my client is over there with, you know, his eyes are just telling me that I let him down, I didn't earn my commission. So I offered it. And in doing that, you know, he talked to his, his buddy and he's like, in doing that, it was like, so he offered his commission and you didn't ask for it? And he was like, yes. He's like, oh, he's not trying to, he's trying to make it right. So long story short, in that situation, we're moving forward. He's going to close. I did reduce my commission. But get this, that same seller has 15 other properties and he wants to use me on the next one. So I'm like, I'm celebrating, you know, I'm like, <laughs> because the butterflies was going, the butterflies was, was, was activated, the lump in my throat, the, you should have known better, Theodis, you've been doing this long enough, you know better. But I like to rewind and go, go back to say, hey, although this was a situation that was very uncomfortable, 
what an opportunity to celebrate just the gift, the reminder that I got from just moving a little bit too fast. You know, you had already slowed down to make sure that didn't happen, but it still happened. So, hey, the others, this is a lesson to say you can still miss the mark, even though when you're being careful. So where in your process do you need to tighten up to minimize that ever happening again? And that lesson was not on my radar before life came in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I thought I had it all figured out, right? So I like, even in that situation where I had to, you know, reduce my commission and experience what it's like for a client to give all their trust in, in me and then drop the ball, Right. To, to, to face that as a grown man and then to come full circle and still have business to be able to enhance the relationship because that happened. I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's like, yeah, I didn't plan that though. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't the plan that I'm going to get into this situation. I'm going to mess up and then no, 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 no. It was, I had the opportunity to do the right thing and I did it. So that's, for me, while life is happening, while these things are happening, you know, I'm using it as an opportunity to celebrate. Still have a lifelong client when it felt like I was going to go to court. Think about that. Court, lifelong client, that's a huge, <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge gap right there, right? And then let's talk about, you know, my, my uncle D and see, uh, my uncle D he's a guy who not only did he teach me how to fish, right. As a kid, he taught me how to get excited about getting ready to fish. He taught me how to, once we get to go fishing, that you can have a whole lot of fun be out there all day in the sun, get baked, get dehydrated and not catch one fish, right? So that was an amazing lesson that, you know, a six-year-old learned patience that you can have fun without catching anything. And not only does those lessons with the fishing, but my wife and I, she likes to fish too. And the reason we have fishing in our mess, in our marriage is because Uncle D taught me a long time ago. Uncle D taught me how to bring people who just want to fish, but they don't want to put the bait on it. You know, how to be tolerant of my wife, basically. <laughs> she wants to fish, but she don't want to do all the other stuff. And when he passed away, this guy had two kidney failures, two kidney transplants. His body had shut down 20 years ago. But here he was 20 years later, after they gave him the, you know, dude, it's he, he went another 20 years. And I'm a person who has experienced a lot of death, you know, in my life. And I, I'm not fortunate for that. Uh, my mom, auntie, a lot of close people. So when Uncle D passed away, I was reminded that it's about celebrating life instead of mourning death. So when I got the news that Uncle D was no more, you know, no longer fighting for his life, I uh, first, you know, surface level, sad, 
But then I realized I'm not sad. Those are just emotions. I'm throwing the sad stuff on it. Like, get that out of there. Uncle D wouldn't want me to be sad. Uncle G was a soldier. So it's like all this stuff is happening with the client, with, you know, getting out for accepted, putting the buyer hat on, just feeling like totally green in that world, you know, even though I help people do it all the time. And then here I am processing the memories and how Uncle D impacted my life and also impacted my marriage. Um, and most importantly, understanding that he, sometimes people are in our lives to show us that we never give up, you know, and he was definitely an example of that. So while all this is, you know, once again, it's all whirling and around, I'm getting reminded that, wow, you know, celebrating life is crucial, you know, celebrating, you know, when someone passes away, yes, there's, it's emotional. It doesn't have to be sad. It's emotional. But now I have fresh thoughts of how Uncle D impacted me and how those lessons in our relationships that I have the, the gift and the blessing to be able to bring to, you know, enhance my relationships. So whole lot, the whole lot. And, you know, for Theodis, I don't really like slowing down, but today I'm so celebrating slowing down. You know, sometimes I just need to slow down because, you know, here I am. I stopped celebrating little things in my transactions and, uh, you know, I started taking it for granted, you know, just because things were going all right on the surface level and I was doing, you know, accomplishing things that my head started to get a little bit too big, you know, and, uh, you know, life checked me. Now I'm back into um, my, both my feet are on the ground right now. I'm take I can feel my, my breath. I can feel my pose. I'm listening to people with my body, not with my head, waiting to respond. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm back to just being, you know, uh, present in the moment. So, like I said, I'm not going to tell you how you should celebrate, but I want you to think about at least five things that you can, that you used to celebrate or that you could celebrate, but, you know, for whatever reason, you just haven't, you know, you're, you're detached from that, you know, and it, it like I said, I'm not going to tell you how to throw your party, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell you how to throw your party, but you'd be surprised how we can get some joy out of things that for some reason we just been stepping over, <laughs> been stepping over all these nuggets and these opportunities just to, you know, light things up a little bit, uh, so I, I definitely challenge you to do that. Now, this is one of the things that out of all that stuff that I, I just talked about, I'll share you share with you, you know, five things that I'm going to just make more of a, a conscious effort to celebrate. Um, one is uh, taking ownership, not just in my business, but, you know, in my marriage, on um, my relationships, you know, everything I do. Before I point the finger and say, is, is that that thing's fault or their fault or it's because of them or they did it, take ownership for my part and celebrate when I do that because it's not an easy thing to do. I tell you, 
it's so much easier to blame. Lisa, it's so much easier to blame you. It is, I'm late because of you, Lisa. You didn't text me, right? <laughs> uh, so I will enhance or, you know, be more uh, mindful of celebrating ownership. Uh, two, this should have been zero, but it's it's hand in hand. For some reason down the road, I stopped celebrating waking up. Right? Stop so like we just think that this whole waking up thing and I'm not a morning person, like we're just, you know, that's our right to wake up. Like a lot of people aren't waking up, y'all. Seriously. You know, so not only when I wake up today, I wake up and I make my bed. And you know, I can, I'm, I'm the one that can just jump into a messy bed like the sheets don't even have to be on the mattress and I'll find a way to go to sleep on it. Right. But now when I wake up, I wake up and I make my bed. Uh, another thing that I still celebrate is near misses in the car. Have you guys ever had like you almost like rear end somebody? God forbid you were reading a text and you almost hit someone. Right. <laughs> or. You know, nowadays, green light don't mean green, you guys. People are not stopping at these stoplights. So the T-bone action is like real. So I've been encountering a lot of near misses. Some of them I was present for, some of them I weren't. But each time that happens, I make sure that I just don't keep going. I slow down and say, you know, thank you, universe, or you know what I mean, that, uh, that wasn't something else. So I celebrate near misses today. Uh, another thing that I'm going to start doing more is celebrating taking breaks and slowing down. You know, not necessarily a vacation. That's a part of it. That's a version of it. But just throughout the day, throughout the week, um, you know, I'm still training for Ironmans and stuff. So uh, when I take my breaks or when I rest, I actually rest today. Don't do work while I'm resting. I, I actually rest. So I'm celebrating taking rest more. And well, last but not least, I can I have a whole bunch, but my fifth one is I definitely celebrate the challenges that come my way. Before I used to be like, really? Like I was, like I said before, I was minding my own business. Like, I, why you gotta come and you know, this was smooth. I got it all figured out. But no, I, I celebrate challenges today because each challenge that I step into, I emerge a better version of the artist. Every single time. So why wouldn't I want to, you know, why wouldn't I want to celebrate? Like, here comes a challenge. I know that sounds kind of sick, <laughs> but I feel like I have the ability to make that shift internally because on the other side is, you know, it's something that it's worth being excited for. So I'll, I'll celebrate my challenges today. Uh, let's see here. I think that's about it for me. Did anyone have anything that they would like to share that they're going to start celebrating? I'm curious. Anybody want to chime in? I think that celebrating waking up is a big deal. And it's just the gratitude, it's having gratitude through your day is how I look at it. You know, gratitude and celebration go right together. 
And so, you know, as you're looking for, like, you're just, I don't know, it, life is trippy, man. <laughs> it's interesting. So, you know, I think you just have to be aware and watch and be so grateful like with the near misses. I had one of those yesterday that just about, you know, made my eyebrows stay up here for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So well done, the artist. Very true. Just curious, did your near miss have anything to do? Was a cell phone involved at all? Not on my side, but I was sort of just, you know, in the zone of just cruising along. And um, all of a sudden it was just like, whoa, where did they come from? And and normally I'm a more of a defensive driver because we do so many miles. Right. You know, so I, of course, I was a part of it. I was there, you know, mm-hmm. I was right there. So, mm-hmm. like you said, you can take ownership or not. And every single thing we have to take ownership, whether you want to or not. Right. You know, so, and just well done on handling your client. That's so much integrity. And, but, you know, your self respect is worth it. No commission is worth your self respect. Right. Right. So, well done. It's big. Yeah, you know, and I did that not to get an attaboy. We just yeah. know. We know in those situations what needs to be done. It's yeah. it's real clear, right? You just do it. Yes. And it's still that, you know, the dolls could have still came after me, even though I made yeah. that gesture. So we just yeah. have to do what we have to do. Yeah. yeah. But you have to follow your own integrity. That's the key. And because you've done so much life awareness, you could do that. And because you built your business to a point where that one commission didn't make or break if you could have a house, you know, you created the ability to be able to do that with ease instead of having to second guess if you should. And I think you should give yourself credit for that. Can I I celebrate that? Yes, I celebrate. Hey. <laughs> shows how to dance <laughs> yeah right on well that's yeah, I, I appreciate right? that hand. yeah no you should because yeah. it yeah. matters matters yeah. but those near misses you guys are no joke out there seriously my my buddy he just finished a 40 mile bike ride and he got hit by a car and he's about 250 260 and he went up in the air higher than the car but guess what? He didn't. Nothing was broken. Right. How do you hit someone that big in the air? And the, the car was damaged. And he came out of there with nothing broken. So, yes. Like, you know, we just never, was watching over him. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm I, I ride my bike a lot. And sometimes when I'm on, out there on my bike, I can just go. My spider senses go, mm, take the bike back to the house. You know what I'm saying? Because there's too many people driving around like this. I mean, literally. Pay attention to the, 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 the light situation a little bit more. And just see if people are actually looking up. <laughs> just see if they're looking up. I kid you not. There are some areas Agreed. where... There's some areas where it's like, you know, it's the green light. I'm going to hold tight a little bit. Someone hunking behind me like, that's cool. Like, hold on. Boom. All right, I'll go. This is like five seconds after the green. You know, you see this car like coming. So daily that happens. Yes. Daily. Yeah. Yes. 
So, so it's not really, yeah, you're right. It's not really green. You got to check both ways. A green, is a, <laughs> a green is a yellow right now. So it's like, don't <laughs> just be careful, you guys. And um, looks like we're running out of time. Just want to say thank you guys for having me on. Happy Valentine's Day. And whatever you do, go out there and celebrate something. All right. Thanks so much. All right. See you guys later. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.